Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Hello to y'all. Welcome to the Eric St. Show Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Impact Power Sports Studio. Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. You go there to get stuff to, like, drive through the mud. Motorcycles, ATVs, UTVs, golf carts. You know, cool shit that you stack, like, in the back of your truck and go up north. Well, uh, I almost threw up last night. I uh, walk into the bedroom. Save your jokes. It's uh, late night for EZ, finishing up a basketball game, the Grand Rapids Gold, dominant, uh, slaughtering the Birmingham squadron. Kind of like a revenge thing because they got their ass kicked the night before. And uh, I walk into the bedroom and instant headache. I don't know if this is a thing, but... I think there's some type of uh, mental allergy. But if I walk into any place that has too much air freshener scent, it's, oh, it's so destructive to me. Not long ago, Diana, she didn't like the smell of uh, dog in here. And, uh, so she put in, she plugged in one of those deals into the wall that has like the, uh, air freshener oil and then it warms up and then it, uh, really, really just dominates the room. I, I, I cannot handle that, uh, with all that crazy smell. And this one, I, I walked into, it was in this studio. I was like, oh, what? I go, did you, uh, she was, oh, it's, it smells like shit in there. It smells like wet dog. We got to clean that up. And I go, yeah, but uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but that's that's like instant headache. And uh, I didn't know that. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I unplug the thing and it's taken literally like three days for this room to stop smelling like uh, whatever that smell was. Lemon lilac shit. I walk into the room last night, and you know, Don is sound asleep. Dogs are laying on the bed as usual. And the overpowering smell is back. I go, wait, I go, and she's, hey, how you doing? I go, I'm fine. Hey, did you plug in that air freshener or something? No, 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 I didn't. I go, huh. Well, it had, uh, I had set it down and somehow it got knocked over. And I guess those oils leaked out all over this piece of furniture. So now it's like that room, but times 1 million. And I'm telling you, that was so bad. Um, This was how I had to 
manage this in order to get to sleep. Open a window, fan in the window, get rid of the source, clean up the spilled oil, and um, then the it's like soaked into the furniture now. So even though I've I I put on like rubber gloves, and then I uh, I I you know got rid of all the shit, threw it outside, threw everything away outside, threw the gloves away, of course. And then I go back in the room and, and it's the smell's not leaving anytime soon. But the actual spot, this piece of furniture, you know, we, we go with the old shitty Souter woodworking furniture. You know, it's gonna it's just basically a sponge anyway. It's sawdust compressed with a little veneer on it, garbage. Um, I go ahead and I get saran wrap and I put it on there to kind of like hold in the stink somehow and i don't know if it had any effect whatsoever but i needed to do something i'm telling you it just makes my brain hurt tim says get some of that as seen on tv product called poop i saw that it's like to get rid of pet smells well all right yeah but i don't have to get rid of pet smells i have to get rid of fragrant smells so I don't know if that's going to do it. My God. Uh, this hot on the heels of a night last night at the basketball game where it was like one of the dreams that I have. You know how like I always talk about recurring dreams and uh, one of them is um, is our, our workplace radio dreams. Where... Um, for some reason, this has happened many times where I'm back at all radio station and I'm struggling. I the I don't have any uh, music playing on the radio, or I I don't know how the buttons work, or and I, I'm just panicking, and it's just it's just an awful awful feeling. Um, I'm at the basketball game last night, and I like wait, am I having one of those dreams? Because uh, also in those dreams are people from my past that I've worked with. And lo and behold, while I'm at the basketball game, on the eve of my five-year fireversary, today being my fireversary from Cumulus, are the entire staff of Cumulus Grand Rapids. I went, what? Both uh, people that I haven't worked with and people that I used to work with. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I look to my right and um, uh, that really tall guy from the Verve Pipe, Brian Vanderark, who has the best hair I think I've ever seen. I look to my right and he's standing right there. And uh, right at about that same time, another guy who I, I just know only a little bit by the name of Greg Henson comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and says, hi, I go, Hey, what's up? And then, um, it was so alarming that I fucked up because I called him drew. I don't know why I, I, I work with a guy named drew, uh, uh, drew McCarthy from, uh, uh, big drew and Jim from years ago on the radio. He works with the gold. So that was fucked up. I'm like, Hey, what's up? And he has a, he has a, a, we, we, you know, talk for a second and a half. 
Um, and then that ends. And then I turn around and um, one of the people who was in the room when I got fired, her name is Crystal. Very, very sweet lady. Can you imagine this? She was the one where like, remember I told you how I, I was sick and throwing up. And then I got a phone call from the boss who, um, I forget, uh, Bruce, that was his name. He goes, yeah, hey, I'm here with Crystal right now, and uh, we got to let you go. She's in the stand saying, and she sent me a text that says, I need a hug. I'm here. I'm like, this is a goddamn dream. I'm having a dream right now. This is so typical of the dreams that I have. And on the eve of fireversary, I go up to her. I give her a hug. How are you? It's cool. And, um. First half, again, this sounds like a nightmare. First half of the game ends. And um, I see another face. It's a guy that I've talked to you many times about. Named Dave Grant. Dave is the engineer. And also the eyes and ears of the radio station. And you definitely, I've talked about this before. When it comes to radio, the one person that you have to stay in a positive frame of mind with always is the radio station engineer. The one thing that I've picked up over the years is that this is not negotiable. Dave is the dude that almost skull-fucked Ben when Ben decided to hijack that computer that I was telling. I remember I told you that story not long ago. He goes, oh, I think I need, need a new computer. And so he he uh, he just grabbed his, his little tower there and switched it out with another one and said, ah, this one works better. That'll work. And then uh, that it fucked up a whole bunch of shit. And uh, Dave... Dave says, I need to talk to you and, and let him into a room and close the door. And then there was another room in that room, put him in there and close that door. And you could still hear the pulsations from the rage. My God. And then, uh, Dave said, I, I still, he, he said that I, I'm accountable too. And I'm like, all right, well then I let him simmer and I apologized. And I said, dude, all right, well, I, I owe you lunch. Let's go out to lunch. And he went to the most expensive restaurant in the city. Second uh, most expensive. He went to Wolfgang Puck, and he made me buy him lunch. And it cost, like, a lot of money. So there's this guy, and he says, Eric. And I go, Dave. And uh, he was there with another engineer. I think his name was Mark. I, I, I don't really know that guy. Hey, buddy, how are you? And it was all cool. It was all good. Everything was good about this. There wasn't anything bizarre in my real life dream that took place uh, courtside of the basketball game. So I guess what had happened was Brian Vanderark from the Verve Pipe is um, I he is now the uh, afternoon host on WLAV the classic rock station. And, um, he, I guess, uh, there was something I didn't even know about it. There is, he, he's singing the national anthem. And, uh, I didn't know that at the time, 
And then uh, all of a sudden, I just thought he was there to see the game. And then all of a sudden, he's got a microphone in his hand. I go, are you think? Are you singing the anthem? He goes, yep. I go, oh. I go, this is big pressure. Because, I mean, now what I'm telling you is no one will remember it if you do it well. Everyone will remember it if you fuck it up. And... You know, this is the easiest song in the world to fuck up, the national anthem. And as soon as you start getting lost, it just gets worse. It's like the hill gets more steep. I've seen it happen many times. And it's being, uh, that dude, Greg Henson, I was telling you about, he's shooting video of it. And I'm like, oh man. And I know this guy. I I know him enough that if Brian does fuck it up, it will be seen around the world within seconds. He did not fuck it up. He did a fan. I said to him, I go, don't, I go, I go, are you nervous? He goes, yeah, right. I go, well, I would be nervous if you fuck this up. Seriously. He did, he did a fine job. I keep forgetting how tall that guy is. He's like a, he's a typical Dutch giant. Holy cow. Uh, Tyler says, obviously, this wasn't a dream because there was no gayish things happening to you. Uh, but it all it was all just weird to me that, I mean, how, what a cosmic way to dive into my five-year fireversary, which is today, from Cumulus, is on the eve of it, Cumulus has a group employee outing uh, at the basketball game where I am working. Like this is nightmare fuel for me. This is this is how it works. Story of my fucking life. But uh, it was all good. It was all good. Uh, no no complaints. Nothing nothing terrible happened, other than coming home to this bouquet of poison in my nose. Holy shit. Uh, but all in all, no complaints. I hope you are well. They're off and running with another edition on what is a big fraud Thursday. Now, today, this evening on Patreon, I'm teaming up with Ben Glaze, the one and only Ben, for yet another full slate of activities that's been far too long since we've gotten together on Patreon. But it's going to be fantastic as we are going to do Who Are These Zanes? Where Ben and I review old material from me. We have, um, I gave Ben an interview that I did with Ted Nugent in. Hang on. I forget the year. I think it was 1993, December, late December, 1993. And uh, that was when I was on Z93 and I was, uh, when I would talk on the air, I would talk like this. It was awful. And uh, I'm also going from that, well, Z93, more morning work with Joe and the poor boy, but much later in my career, probably, but still in the late nineties. So a long time ago still. Uh, But Ben has pulled 19 clips. I have not listened to them. I have no idea what uh, was on them. That's a lot. And that's great. Now, there is an outside chance 
that we will only get to Ben's material with 19 clips of me interviewing Ted just sounding like a complete jackass. Uh, is something I'm looking forward to. We'll get started uh, shortly after 6 p.m., probably closer to 6.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Patreon, live. And you can witness the live show, watch it, and listen on Patreon. And then right after that, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes down. Uh, right at around 7 p.m., or as soon as we finish up, who are these Zanes? You can uh, check all that out, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, with a seven-day free trial, if, you've, if you're not on Patreon already, you can try it out for seven days free, and that's just so damn simple. You just go there, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Eric Zane, and then you sign up for seven days free. You do need to put in a payment form there, but you can cancel it at any time during those seven days, and you still get the seven days, so excellent. And, uh, yeah, I just want you to try it out. And then if you want more, you either sign up again, or if you didn't cancel it, it will just charge you accordingly. Five or $10 a month. $5 a month for all the audio. $10 a month for the audio, the video, and the live streams. Uh, all right. Blue State Rob writes, poison in your nose is better than a random jizz roper from a former Zaniac orgy. Okay, yeah, I would agree, but I don't know. Uh, that's kind of out, out of left field. If you say so. For those of you watching the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube, it's time to send you on your way. Thank you so much for checking out what I do here. If you want the rest of the show today, uh, one of two things, both on Twitch, download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane live, all one word, and you're in business. You can check out the rest of the show. Follow that page, subscribe, link up your Amazon prime. That will get you the entire show minus the commercials that Amazon throws in, which is part of Twitch and uh, you're good to go. Or just go to your uh, laptop or desktop. If you're at a computer right now, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. So thank you so much for being here. Facebook X and YouTube. Facebook and Twitch brought to you today. As always by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV X brought to you by blue frost. IT follow me on those platforms as well as on YouTube. I appreciate it very much. And away we go. The open and live stream of this show today brought to you by Impact Power Sports. I mentioned them earlier. Great, great dealership. Fantastic in Rockford, Michigan. If you're into fun things like motorcycles, ATVs, UTVs, side-by-sides, pretty sure UTVs and maybe, maybe UTVs and side-by-sides are the same things. I don't know. All I know is that you go there to uh, impactpowersportsmi.com and check out what they're selling, including the latest line of Yamaha golf carts, the best in the business, Yamaha, the uh, best in quality. And um, you'll see why when you check out the selection at Impact Power Sports online at impactpowersportsmi.com in Rockford, Michigan. It's tax season. If you know anybody that's an accountant, they're already freaking out. It's January 4th. My guy, uh, Troy, over at Tag Accounting, 
a few weeks ago. He goes, hey, uh, I need you to get me everything. I, your, uh, I need you to get me your uh, net for this year. You got to go ahead easy and get all your uh, uh, pluses and minuses in order and because I, I want to get started early. And I'm like, yeah, hey, no problem. And then I proceeded to hang up and laugh like I'm going to do that. Fuck that shit. I've got months. He's like, easy, come on. That's how serious he is about taxes. Troy Ginzer, Tag Accounting, uh, online at tagcpa.net. So no matter where you are in the listening audience, you can have Troy, my guy, do your taxes. So many of you have um, decided to do it this way over the years, and um, it's absolutely a lifesaver. You know what happened to your old pal EZ last year? is um, the Gins, as I call him, the tax hobbit. He did my taxes, did the NFK's taxes. And then I said, uh, I'll just do it on uh, Madison's. I'll just do hers for her. And boy, that was a mistake. Because um, after doing it, the IRS sent a letter and said, you have clearly fucked this up. Um, it's all screwed up. And here's what you did wrong. And I'm like, oh, shit. And so it was a real headache. I'm never doing that again. Don't be an Eric Zane. Reach out to Tag Accounting today. Uh, you can call 616-301-9516 to get started. Tagcpa.net. Thank you so much. Fantastic. And then finally, the aforementioned Grand Rapids Gold. Friday night. They are back at uh, Van Andel Arena. It's $2 beers, $2 dogs. You will have so much fun. Dirt cheap tickets, cheap beer, cheap dogs. Uh, me, courtside, with you, having a blast. The Grand Rapids Gold. Get your tickets at grandrapidsgold.com. On the Friday games, there's a much better chance of a sellout. So I recommend buying your tickets online beforehand. Because the $2 beers and $2 draw, uh, dogs, drugs, dogs is a mega draw. These uh, 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 folks here in West Michigan, they love that. It's their favorite thing. So head to grandrapidsgold.com to get your tickets. Uh, Nick, the electrician, I'm... I'm glad he, he's here because he writes something important. He says, I think I'm going to hit up tag accounting this year. I'm still getting letters from the IRS over last year's turbo tax attempt. Joe Pellerito writes, this will be year four with Troy for our taxes. Um, the thing about Nick is that's exactly right. You know, you get into that turbo tax thing and there's always some point past where it says, put your name in here where it's like, wait a minute. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's one thing for them to walk you through it, but still, if you don't know what you're doing, I mean, seriously, if I buy turbo electrician that tells me how to wire a house, um, I do not have the ability to wire a house. I say that because Nick has the ability to wire a house. You would laugh in my face if I said to you, there's a product called turbo electrician. 
yeah, hey, yeah, easy. I, I, I see you just built a house. You're going to need somebody to uh, wire it. I, I'll do it for you. No, no, no. I've got it. I, uh, I uh, purchased Turbo Electrician, and it uh, tells me everything I need to do. I don't, I don't need you. I don't need a professional to wire my house. I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. Go burn your fucking house down, idiot. That's what you would tell me. Um, much the same when it comes to the tricky business of taxes. And Nick just learned that. By the way, uh, O'Neill's sound asleep. He's having a twitch fest over there. Real twitchy. I think he's having a dream that he's running through a forest or something. It's always adorable. Um, okay. So that's where I am right now. Blue State Rob says, I ordered Turbo HVAC, and it's telling me we are Michigan. Go blue. You know, let's not wake them up. Let's not wake them up. Uh, but Joe Martinez does add kind of like your experience with the check valve. Fucker. You're the one who encouraged me to do that. You tricked me. You tricked me. In case you don't know. My house, the well, there's two sump pumps in it. The one powered by electricity. Failed. I called Joe. He says, you can fix it. I take it back. No, I'm combining stories. Um, okay, now I know it. I had to check my brain. The check valve failed. It was leaking. So the pump, the sump pump, when the water level gets high in that well, the electric sump pump turns on and the water shoots up that pipe straight into the air. And then when it's done pumping for its cycle, it shuts off and whatever water is past the check valve falls back and stops at the check valve. It's a one way, one way thing. It's like a little flapper. It failed and was leaking. He goes, easy job, senor. Just get a new one. Couple screws, pull the other one out, and then put the new one in. Okay, sounds great. I unplug the pump so that it doesn't turn on. So it doesn't shoot water up when that valve when the valve is out, it's just an exposed pipe. It would shoot out like a fire hose. I get the new check valve, and uh, this is taking place very quickly. I remove, pull it off. The well is filling up. But it's unplugged, so no big deal. But at this point, I've forgotten that I have a safety pump. If there's no, if the uh, uh, level keeps rising and the electric pump doesn't turn on, which is not going to because it's unplugged, the backup will engage. And then the backup is powered by not electricity. It's powered by water pressure. It uh, pulls two gallons out of the well while putting one gallon in. So it, it goes on 
while the fucking thing is off. And holy shit, I kind of like had the, the new check valve half on. So it's right in line with my face. Just a little bit of an opening. So the pressure that hit my face was like a razor blade cutting into my brain. And oh my God, it was like, oh my God, I'm drenched. The whole basement is soaked. And uh, I tell that cocksucker, I go, you fucking asshole. You knew what you were doing, didn't you? And he's laughing all the way out through the phone. I I can't even understand his fucking Speedy Gonzalez ass. Laughing his fucking face off at me. Shit. Yes, that would happen when you order Turbo HVAC. Uh, Donut Dan says that is awesome. You could have made some cash filming that on YouTube. Yeah, you know, I didn't anticipate that happening, so there was no obvious, no reason to video it. That's one of those videos, though, that if there was a video, you would assume that I did it on purpose and it was fake because it was so ridiculous. My God. All right. Thank you for reminding me. That all happened because we were talking about tag accounting and Nick says that that's definitely where I'm going to go next year. Okay. Um, off and running. I want to share something with you from, um, there's a dude that used to work in Grand Rapids named Jim Costa. He was on the sports talk radio show called big drew and Jim. It, uh, it part of iHeart Grand Rapids where I work right now. Um, he got fired a few years ago, young guy. I mean, the thing about Costa is he, he's one of these rare rarities that, um, gets out of college and right away has an acumen in radio at such an early stage that it was a little alarming. It was really good. Uh, he's, he's really great. Um, He's still under 30, I think. And um, I remember when he signed on, Big Drew and Jim. And uh, Big Drew's been around the block. He's he, uh, he's older than um, Jim. And um, these two sounded great. I was like, God damn it, where do these guys come from? Um, well, of course, radio got involved. And despite the talent, fired him. Uh, and then he landed on his feet in, of all places, Detroit on the top uh, station there called 97 won the ticket. And at first he was just kind of like doing fill in work. And then um, that station is the Detroit Lions flagship radio station. He was uh, being part of the radio broadcast with uh, Dan and uh, Lomas. He was like the in-studio guy that would give you the scores. And he still does that. But then they just announced that he's going to be taking over like a full-time gig on uh, this 97-1, the ticket. Just a little bit of background there because every week, Dan Campbell, Dan, Dan Campbell appears on his show. And uh, he's doing a show with a guy named uh, Mike Stone, Stoney, right now. Uh, Mike Stone, Jim Costa, and Dan Jansen. And um, every week, Dan Campbell, the Lions coach, joins the show and they start talking about the moment during the Lions game where the whole two-point conversion debacle happened and um, 
Costa thinks that after the Lions got penalized and they were moved back, that they should have kicked the extra point. And so this conversation takes place on the show and it was awesome because Dan Campbell's like, well, just tell me what you think. What should I have done? Don't, don't, don't be a wimp about it. Just tell me what happened or tell me what you think, which was great. I'm going to share that with you now. Audio check. So after that play, uh, you had said, you told the offense, you're going for two on the final drive if you score. But from the seven, I mean, and looking back, like, was there a point of no return where you lay down your sword and kick the extra point? Do you regret at all the decision to go for it from the seven? Yeah, I told I told our offense, I think I, I said this before, and I, we're going for the win. And we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going for two. And and I wasn't coming off of that. So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it? No. If we're getting outside the 10, no. Okay, we, that's we why I'm asking. Outside yeah, the yeah. 10 every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. O versus D. Yeah. I, like when, when you got the penalty and move it to go the – Go ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. I would have. I would like you would say it to anybody else. Say it like you'd say it to anybody else. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. you okay, I, but you don't regret it. No. <laughs> okay. Now. If you didn't like Dan Campbell before, um, I mean, that is, that is really great. He says, all right, say it, say what you want to say. I thought it was a reckless decision. So radio guy is telling the coach, I thought it was a reckless decision. And, uh, and and it was it was nice. It was just cool. I mean, you can you can say that shit to Dan Campbell, and he uh, he 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 totally was all about yeah. Just you know, I don't give a shit. Say what you want to say. Uh, Tyler says I love Dan Gamble, which you know what? That's the first time I've ever heard that, and it's so goddamn simple. I can't believe that's the first time I've ever heard him referred to as Dan Gamble. That is sweet because he is. I loved the decision. Fuck that shit. We're going to go win the goddamn game. Besides, in the NFL, the, the fucking overtime rules are ridiculous. Fuck it. Absolutely sucks. But um, I just thought that that was so cool that um, he encouraged them to say what's on their mind. And um, then he actually said it. And... I mean, I would have shit my pants. The way Costa kept a cool head there and said, yeah, I thought it was a reckless decision. Holy shit. So cool. All right. A lot of people sent me this story of uh, the judge in Las Vegas who is sentencing some asshole for uh, some type of crime, he's a career criminal, some idiot, and uh, he he attacks the judge. Now, for those of you that um, 
are just listening to the audio podcast, you definitely need to see this because you're going to see a crazy scenario where the camera is is uh, fixed on the judge. Like you can see the front of her bench with the honorable so-and-so, so-and-so, and her face. Um, the American flag is behind her. Her clerk is to her left. And all of a sudden you hear like a ruckus or a commotion. And then the guy goes sprinting at her and you see him do a flying leap straight out of the video game Mortal Kombat and comes in contact with her and then everybody rushes in to help. Off the top tonight, it's the video everyone across our country is talking about. A defendant attacking a judge right as she sentences him. That short video raising so Oops, what am I doing? Many what? questions tonight, and we have some answers. Our sources say the judge is doing okay. Her courtroom marshal has a serious gash on his forehead. And that man who attacked her behind bars tonight. And new tonight, what that look at that? Look at the clerk going to town. Moments is, before the I don't know how many courtroom marshal. I don't know how how much damage those punches are doing because he looks like he punches like me. You know, it's not like he's getting anything behind him. Has a serious gash on his forehead, and that man who attacked her behind bars tonight. And new tonight, what that man said moments before this attack. I would like to tell the courts and everyone here, like based on my criminal history. Like, I feel, I feel that, like, I shouldn't be, like, sent to prison for a second time. Okay, so he goes, uh, yeah, you know, based on my criminal history, I feel like I shouldn't be sent to prison. That kind of doesn't make sense. Um, Have you looked at your criminal history? Um, Have you looked at your criminal history? I, I actually just, um, um, I looked at it. And it I mean, you lived it, I suppose. I, just, I feel like I shouldn't be sent to prison, but if it's appropriate for you, then you have to do what you have to do. Okay, so he's being reasonable there. And it appears that is what she was going to do. <laughs> In fact, it would be a return for prison. Tonight, the 80s Now investigators learning deal. Well, I, I, he, it looks almost like he had a... Uh, a superpower the way he flew at her and you know how much credibility he this guy's gonna get in prison i mean if you know you're going to prison this guy's gonna be a superstar in prison yoba redden served a year in prison for domestic violence it's one of several similar cases in his past including when he bit a woman and just last year the same judge recovering from her injuries tonight sentenced redden to probation for attempting to break into a home and shattering a door this is our top story tonight ADUS now investigator kyle Payne is downtown where this all happened and kyle this has people in the justice center behind you talking David, think about how many dramatic moments have played out in this courthouse here in downtown Las Vegas. But what happened today is so dramatic and just so over the top. It has other judges talking. I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else. Judge. Okay, that's when uh, she's, she's saying, yeah, instead of like probation, you're going to prison. Mary Kay Holthus telling the defendant in front of her he needs a taste of life behind bars, possibly for up to four years. And then this. Hey, oh, 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 hey, oh. 30-year-old Deobra Redden flying over the bench and going after the judge who didn't have time to get away. It's a sight not many of us have ever seen, but a notion not too far-fetched for anyone who spent time in that black robe. It's sad that it happens, 
but it happened. Bill Kephart was a judge in Clark County for 10 years. Six in the district court just down the hall from his colleague, Judge Holthus. Okay, so uh, in Tennessee, I'm guessing, where I used to live, and any, any place in the South, the judges probably have weapons on them. They should have, like, a shotgun uh, on the top of the bench, almost like a turret with, like, a pivot on it, so he can just, you know... Push a button and boom! If anybody comes running at them, you can just shoot them. I understand there's some ramifications. You might not be the safest thing, but still. He's retired now, but he says every day judges make decisions that impact people's livelihoods, like when they sentence criminal defendants or they make determinations on civil cases worth millions and billions of dollars. He said some judges might be swayed by the stakes. I think there's a few people that might be on the bench that uh, recognize those threats too much in a sense that it influences their decisions. Um, and Mary Key's not like that. Kephart says even though Judge Holthus may have given this defendant some jail time, her decision would have been fair because, he says, that's the kind of judge she is and prosecutor she was before that. Fair. And as you can see here, tough, as were the people who stepped in to try and protect her. And see that, that people in that courtroom care about her and, and want to make sure that, uh, uh, that she's safe. One other retired judge told me she'd been threatened by the FBI, threatened and the FBI got involved, but in her experience... Threatened by the FBI, whoops. Unhappy defendants usually go after their own attorneys and not the judge. Also, I called Judge Holtz's cell phone tonight and it went right to voicemail. Oh, thanks for that. Reporting live at the Regional Justice Center, Kyle Payne, 8 News Now. Redden I think he was just doing a brag like he's got her cell phone number. Be in court again tomorrow morning, and 8 News Now, of course, will be there for you. Because he is in jail, he will no doubt be in handcuffs this time, so he'll have his legs probably shackled, as most in-custody defendants do. 8 News Now, invest Can you imagine if this guy tried this shit in, like, Iran? I oftentimes go back to Iran. They just do not fuck around. They'd have just shot him dead right there. My God. Uh, there was a story I saw um, about uh, that judge in New Jersey. I think it, was, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, lady judge. And, and some asshole uh, showed up at the door and shot the husband multiple times and, and, and killed her son. Megan says, I'd like to see the jump from the other angle. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Donut Dan says, wow, I'm surprised he did not get double top secret super proba probation. Good for the judge. And I bet he can now get a few more years. So his chances of being a one yard line running back are probably over. Bulls on parade 91 says, I wish he would have uh, stood up and started swinging. Kenny adds, I want to see her when she was back out there for the next case. I wonder if she came out like a football player, sh shoulder pads and helmet or something. Um, Blue State Rob says, reporter has to try to contact the judge. That's good reporting practice. My God. But what a wild scene that was. Fucking A. Uh, all right. Investigators breaking this story Take online. We alerted you to pee. this from our free news now app. There's right a lot back. more to this story. You guys right are now awesome. Online. Stand by. All right.
Okay. Where are we going now? Is always free for you. 13-year-old kid is the first person to ever beat Tetris. Like the original Nintendo version. Some kid He's known as Blue Scooty on YouTube. Busted out the old school Nintendo and was playing Tetris. And he's really good at it. Now, if you remember the game, you know, it starts out slow and you got to put the stupid blocks down and you got to make a match and make the lines. It's addictive. It's a fucking crazy ass great game. Uh, Legendary. But after a while, they come down so fast, you're all fucked up. They all stack up. You throw the controller. And then that's the end of it. Uh, I guess, and there's, but there's a fabled point in the game where if you get far enough into it, the game will freeze and stop. That's it. And supposedly, this has never happened in the world. Now, I don't know how they could possibly know that. I mean, it's not like the Nintendo is logged into like big tech in old school Nintendo and, and lets Nintendo know that little Jimmy or whoever beat the game. But uh, the claim has been made that no one ever in the history of Tetris, like 40 years, has been able to beat it get to a point where the game just stops until now this 13 year old nerd posted a video he's just rolling footage of himself typical gamer you see the screen you see the kid it reaches uh, a certain level. It's uh, in the video when Blue Scooty reaches 156 of the game. You hear him say, oh, my God, and please crash. Because when it gets to that point, it doesn't know what to do. It's like, oh, this kid's too good. Let's just stop. And then soon after, he hit level 157, and then the game stopped. And then you see uh, the kid losing his mind, according to... Uh, 404 Media, Blue Scooty is the first known human to beat the game on the original NES by forcing it into what's called a kill screen, which has only ever been done by artificial intelligence. All right. When I started playing this game, I never expected to ever crash the game or beat it. This run was also the overall score, level, lines, and 19 score world record, the YouTube video caption said. I have video. I'll get to it in a second. It does not appear as though anyone was with Blue Scooty in person at the time of his achievement. That's because he doesn't have any friends. Uh, wait till you see this kid. He is, uh, he is Ethan Crumbly-like material. This is what happens. When your fucking kid uh, is glued to the TV for too long. But when his mom got home from work, he made sure to get a high five. Oh, yeah. Great. He dedicated the game to his dad, Adam Gibson. Oh, great. Now I feel bad. 
who died in December. All right, how am I going to talk my way out of this one? I don't have any other thing I can say about that. It's a bummer the kid's dad is dead. But he probably killed himself because he plays too many video games. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Kenny, who is our resident uh, legendary video game expert. Uh writes, it's because it's been well documented over the years of what people thought was the last level that you could get to. And it's not an easy feat uh, to even get to what used to be assumed as the last possible level for a human player to reach. There is a lot of history surrounding this. So our resident uh, uh, video game guru, Kenny, has provided some insight. Blue State Rob says, you you know how much 157 or kill screen merch Nintendo can sell now. All right. Now, I don't know if the kid realizes this, if there's anything in the kid's future because he pulled this off, but this is the moment when the future school shooter is playing the game. Here we go. Now he's, I think he's cheating though. Cause you hear that little, um, um, rolling of the controller. That is the rolling controller technique, which was popularized just not long ago. It's the fastest and best method of playing the game. The technique has completely revolutionized competitive Tetris over the years. Yeah, well, it, it ruined it. It made it easier. So basically, the kid, they, they found a way to cheat at Tetris, and now everybody's all stoked because it makes it easier for them, I guess. I mean, that makes sense. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh. I feel you, kid. That's the same way I felt when I got to the purple level on Dig Dug. Oh, my God. I'm, oh, my back. That's, I feel that, kid. All right, this is this is horrible. This is just the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. A human being reacting so strongly to something as ridiculous as this. I thought he was pounding Attention his bargain pups. hunters. Thought he was pounding his pud for a second there. I mean that's the same type of reaction. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh. <laughs> oh my god! 
Okay, uh, some notes. Ashley says, that's how I sound when I see penis. Public Radio Dave says, is he coming? Star Wars sucks 69 adds, that will be his reaction when he sees real girls' boobies. Wow. Blue State Rob, this is the same way I reacted the first time I jizzed. Yeah, this is this is bad. I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out. Oh my god. I can't feel This is so this is making me cringe. Yeah, that's Kenny. The first time he got the super kill or whatever the fuck it is on Mortal Kombat. Oh my god! I'm gonna pass out. Oh my god! I, I can't feel my hands. Okay, I can't take anymore. I just can't. This is this is horrible. This is the worst thing ever. Mike adds that kid is about to have a lot of new followers that have to notify their neighbors anytime they move. Nate Bull says, this is how Kenny sounds when he actually gets a date. Well, now, wait a minute. Now, I can't read that. That's a horrible comment. What the fuck? We're having a nice conversation, and you ha- everybody's going for the jugular in the chat. God damn it. Uh, Dave says, I'm happy for him, but uncomfortable for us. Yes. Rich says, pretty cool, though, that he's the first person to ever beat the game. Hey, Dad, come see what I did. Kenny says, yes, he sounds ridiculous, but he knew it had never been accomplished by a human before. So, well, so they say. I mean, how can we really know that? There might be some kid in the middle of India who does it every day. He wakes up. And beats the game. It only takes 40 minutes to do it. So I don't I don't necessarily believe that this is the first human to ever do this. I guess it's possible. Uh, there appears to be a lot of fighting between two legendary stalwarts for content on this show. That would be Amanda and Kenny. There's been a lot of fighting on the chat today. I, I've I've been a like I've distanced myself from it, but at we started the show, there was a lot of uh, Joe Martinez against everybody type of shit going on, and now Amanda and Kenny are saying horrible things to each other. Uh, 
Uh, Amanda writes, I just Kenny. See, Kenny, I told you. Nobody gives a fuck. Stop. Stay up. Kenny adds, ain't no fighting. Just Amanda. Oh, being a bitch as usual. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Kenny. Hey. Megan, show mom. When she speaks, it has a certain level of clout to it. I, she says, I think it's Amanda versus all today. Uh-oh. God damn. So there's all sorts of little sidebar fights going on. It's like some of you are the judge. Some of you are the guy leaping over the thing. Uh, Rich writes, kissing his girlfriend. I guess talking about Kenny. Well, <laughs> Ashley says, Amanda jealous that he's a taken man. As you know, the other day, Kenny went out of his way to uh, bring up his personal life again when no one really asked. <laughs> I'm taken, guys. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, figured it just might point it out that uh, someone here's not single. <laughs> oh! You can be the werewolf. I'll be Godzilla, baby. Let's have a rampage. Uh... Rich writes, kissing his girlfriend is better than kissing that unwashed dildo. A lot of that going on. I'm not getting in the way of these fights. Blue State Rob is on Team Kenny here, which is remarkable. He writes, at least Kenny gets real hoo-ha. Uh, Blue State Rob is on Team Kenny because Amanda was taking a run about the video games and then Rob and Kenny teamed up. It's really fucking crazy. Amanda with this from the Who Cares department. Thanks, guys. I'm not selling pure romance anymore. Corey says that's part of your identity for life. Amanda drops this horrible misogynistic comment. Yeah, I would rather get fake dick than having to put up with a man's opinion like y'all. Well, you put up with that. That's ridiculous. Just because you had one bad uh, experience, it doesn't mean that all men can be lumped into that. I mean, you're listening to a show. That is uh, 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 created by a man. That's a horrible statement. Uh, Amanda says one man. Well, okay, maybe you've had bad experiences uh, with some dudes. Does it mean all men are bad? I mean, I would never even say, I would never say that about all women. I mean, God damn it. I love women. I love everybody. Uh, ben Glaze is easy. I think you missed Ashley saying St. Gaslight had a nice penis. Wow. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Is that true? Ashley, 
that you're saying something is Ben Glaze correct there? I don't want to I don't want to suggest that he is and then go off with that. I would need you to confirm in writing the quality of uh Saint Gaslight's penis. Was it a of quality shape and size and uh uh performance? I'm getting confirmation that you did say it from Blue State Rob. Uh, Linda indicates that I have a strong feminine side, too. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. As you all know, I'm extremely... Uh, there, there, there's a real gay side to your old pal EZ. All right. I think at some point, everybody will settle down. And... Um, and fall in love again. Kenny writes, okay, it's finally been done. I blocked Amanda. Kenny blocked Amanda. Wow. I'm just glad I'm not involved. I'm glad I have nothing to do with it. Megan says this is a mess. So glad I'm here. Blue State Rob says he had to have that thing waxed. Joe did say he was a hairy bear. Amanda says, I'm glad Kenny cannot take the heat. So we got his ass out of the kitchen and then refers to him as a dickhead. Well, this is just horrible. How did this all start? I'm just over here talking about the kid uh, playing the video game and the judge and, all, and, you know, my usual fare of nonsense. And somehow there's all of this aggression going on. really crazy ryan joins us he says i uh that he just joined in and he missed some he missed a lot in the kenny and amanda show uh kenny says no no (laughs) i block people who only want to be annoying every day of their lives i have no place for that in mind Hashtag done. <laughs> I think it all boiled down to um Rob. He writes, uh, he cared about his Tetris knowledge. I cared about his Tetris knowledge, Amanda. And uh, that's why Rob teamed up with uh, fucking Kenny. Because Kenny's all in on the Tetris talk, which is ridiculous. The fact that you fucking idiots are like, this is amazing. Oh my God, I'm so glad this kid was able to jizz. I'm just so excited about this. This is the best thing that's ever happened to Tetris. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I... I can't feel my fingers. I'm right there with you. This is incredible. I'm so happy. Let's watch it again. Please crash. Please crash. Oh my god! Let me just tell you something. If you are a mom or a dad and you hear uh, that type of, uh, you know, over-the-top reaction to a video game, that's the perfect time to go in and say, hey, uh, guess what? New sheriff in town 
and you just unplug it and you hit it with a hammer. You destroy it right there and the TV. Then you go and you grab them and uh, you say, here, this is a baseball glove. I'm going to teach you how to, how to fucking throw. And you go outside and you do something and you play. And then after a while, you're going to get to a point and say, all right, have a good time. Uh, be in before the streetlights come on. Remember that scene in the Sandlot when uh, uh, Small's mother said, uh, go, go out, get in trouble, skin your knee, do something. That's, that's what that kid needs. All right. Too much video games. I think that that's, that's part of the problem with kids these days. I think that they, they get so isolated that, that, that can't help. And I know, I know, I know you people are like, oh yeah, well, I mean, I, my kid makes a ton of friends playing video games out a lot. It's like, ah. you just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just, it doesn't sit well with me. I'm just not down. Kyle says, hit a ball signed by Babe Ruth into the yard of the beast. Um, all right. Corey says, nah, everything should be in moderation. Just like you can have too much social media. Wait a minute, dude. No, if you're, if you have two kids and one is doing what that kid is doing and another kid is out making friends, competing, working as a team, learning life skills, having a good time playing outside, moving are you telling me that video kid has just as much success uh, chance to be successful in life as, as, as guy who's, who's kid who's out playing? You're crazy. Uh, Joe Stinkpot says you're too isolated. Sign man above his garage doing a podcast. Oh, that's bullshit. Uh, Corey says, I'm not disagreeing that this kid needs to go outside. He's curly. He's clearly on the spectrum of way too much. Well, yeah. So it's up to the mom and dad to limit that. Even if dad, uh, isn't there mom needs to besides, don't you host a stream on Twitch? That's what Ashley points out. All right, that's enough about this kid. He's got a, he's got nothing going on for th- this is the high point in his life right there. Uh, I promised Kyle from a company that uh, used to advertise on the show. I said, "Hey, I'm calling today," and then I didn't call him. What a jackass! I was too busy making fun of this show or making fun of this kid and uh, watching all of you fight with each other. young parent, a parent of young kids. I hope I'm not too late. 
Oh, for God's sake. Hold on a second. Call me, bitch, period. Sorry I was late. All right. Is it on Do Not Disturb? Yes, you can have it on Do Not Disturb. And away we go. Uh, thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Uh, it's time to get ready to get into a mortgage. Interest rates falling. Expect that very, very soon. It's going to be a grand 2024. It's time for you to get into your mortgage to buy your house. Uh, from anywhere in the U.S., reach out to Mario 231 332 6505 today whether it's your first mortgage your 10th maybe you're, you need to get some money out of your house for a loan pay off a high interest credit card bill or or whatever uh maybe go on a vacation you can do it with the mario flores lakeshore team of van dyke mortgage 231-332-6505 move out of your parents home today TC Paintball. We have Paintball War number 23 coming up on Sunday, January 21. And I just heard from Gabe the Honduran. Gabe the Honduran has a number of friends that play paintball. And I'm pretty sure all of them are Hispanic. Most are the Mexicans. So he's a Honduran leader of the Mexicans. There's a few Hondurans in this recent crowd that he's acquired, but um, I've talked to you before how the white guys are in the minority there. It's all the local Browns. He has 19 Browns participating in the event. Hap plus four. That's five. Gabe is six. Cesar is seven. Herm is eight. Junior is nine. Jose is 10. Joey is 11 plus three. That's 14. Winston is 15. Marcos is 16. Raul is 17. Hugo is 18. Eliu is 18. And Mario is 19. He said to me, EZ, mention the Catrach. How do you say it? Cat- it's spelled C A T R A C H O S. Catrachos. 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 He says, mention the Catrachos, parentheses, Hondurans, tomorrow, so I can clip it and send it to them. All right, so um, are you white guys going to take this shit from the local Browns when it comes to Paintball War 21? Uh, We cannot let them get away with this, and we need to drive them back across the Rio Grande, okay? So it's going to be the white guys against the Browns, Paintball War number uh, number 23 on January 21. I want 50 people there. Do it. Join me. Reach out, Eric, at ericzaneshow.com if you want to participate. 
We are going to perform the Mexican national anthem before the event gets started. And I want to see you reach out Eric at EricZaneShow.com. And if you want to book an event at TC Paintball, go to TCPaintballGR.com. I got some static. Remember, it's a Becca said, uh, EZ, you sound like a racist when you use terms like the blacks and the gays and the Jews. And I said, well, you know, that's the language of the land around here. I, uh, it, it's just the easy, it's the way how it's, it's how I talk. You know, the blacks, the Browns, the gays, the Jews, um, those that's not derogatory. That is not used as, uh, I think you say pejorative. I think I'm getting that right. It would be different. It's no different if I said black people. And I, that, that's interesting. If you say, well, black people don't agree. But if I said, I mean, that sounds fine. But if I say the blacks don't agree, maybe it's the tone. I don't know, but I like it. I really like it. I'm going to add into that black power, Jew power, white power, <laughs> and brown power. All right. All this race talk. Uh, TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Rick's like, please don't do that. Megan says, I don't, I think I don't want to be involved in the white versus brown paintball war. Um, there's all sorts of, I don't know what's going on in the chat. Oh, it's all there. there there's all, it's like a sideshow. I'm again, I, I haven't really been addressing it, but I, I think that there's some real heat going on in the, uh, in the chat. Megan says at some point I'm getting all my texts to a paintball war. What are you have got to bring them to this one? This is the one you want to be at. It's going to be mega. You have to. All right. Uh, one more. Thank you to Frank Foss from my policy shop insurance. Um, my God. So this year 2024 i want you to consider this you're in the workplace your boss gives you insurance uh you pay a little bit for your coverage but your family's coverage costs you um quite a bit sorry uh you can take advantage of healthcare.gov through frank fuss this is a loophole it's the first time that it's ever been offered where you can actually get healthcare through healthcare.gov but navigating that on your own can be tricky. So reach out to Frank Fuss and he will help you every step of the way because you can screw this up. Reach out to Frank. Go to the website buyinsurancehere.com and that's going to get you started. It doesn't cost you anything to work with Frank. He gets paid by the insurance companies. And uh, there you go. Re remember, Frank, if you need anything related to insurance, buy insurance here.com all right i want to get into um a little bit more about something we talked about yesterday 
the uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers thing. This is what got the ball rolling. Aaron Rodgers appears on uh, Pat McAfee's show. What's going on with this? It's embarrassing. Talking about the uh, Epstein list. And this is this is the comment that got everything up and running. This has something to do with the Epstein list that came out. <laughs> a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't. Die! <laughs> All right, hold that thought. Eric Zane show. Eric Dad. Yo yo yo! Hello. Well, hello, sir. Yeah, sorry about that. I was on the fucking phone. That's all right. You making any money? Oh, yeah, we're making some some cash. So, uh, you know, we're actually doing a, a big demo this week. So I'm feeling just about as old as you can possibly feel right now, baby. On the demo, you have to march into wherever you're going and rip shit out and take it out and throw it in the dumpster. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, ripping shit up. And here's the thing. Uh, we're doing, it's like an older house. So they uh, they got, like, older building methods, which is, like, harder building methods. And so, yeah, daddy's just feeling every bit. How old am I? 34. Every bit of 34 today, baby. 34. You're so old. Um, Megan wants <laughs> Megan wants to know how much money you have made off all of your 44th Street signs so far. Or so far, you know we we uh, yeah we put out a bunch of fucking signs lately. That's for damn sure. Uh, who knows? You know what I mean? Like the the people are uh, not very forthcoming with the information when they call. But yeah, sometimes we did have like uh, a couple ladies call that uh, didn't know our website because they just saw the signs. So they're working, baby. People are calling, baby. Wait a minute. So are these like billboards? No, they're like tiny piece of shit little like yard signs. I saw one on 28th Street near uh, Dumpster Divers when I was getting my haircut again over there. Yeah, hell yeah. That sounds about right. Okay. So you're going, first you went with uh, the EZ show and you had, um, you made millions of dollars and then you went with the stupid thrifty nickel and nobody called <laughs> and now you're doing postage stamp size signs uh, in, in people's yards. That's, that's the new thing. Yeah, yeah, so basically the, the key point here is we've had these signs for fucking years, and we, we just, like, never put them up. And so, uh, yeah, that, that's the weirdest. Like, you know, we should, probably, we should fucking probably do it. So we just did it finally. <laughs> <laughs> so are you just putting them on people's lawns? No, well, yeah, so uh, we do ask, uh, you know, people uh, if, if they would mind, you know what I mean? So we do ask that. You know, we just, like... Uh, like those random places, like, like you know, intersections and shit where people have, are, like, sitting there looking around and just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on in their life. So, and then they see our signs, and they're like, you know what? I do need a fucking dumpster, dude. Are you telling me it's, uh, now, Is are the signs on public property or, or private property? Uh, public. And did you ask, I'm, I'm did, you, sure. did you ask the city if you could put those down? No, dude, fuck the city, dude. You just put, you just fucking put them down, dude. Oh, oh no! I can <laughs> promise you, someone is gonna bang on your door and say, "What the fuck?" I can promise. No, yeah. You. 
In fucking Wyoming, um, they're, they're, back in the old days, like the 90s, like uh, you could put signs on like the fucking, uh, like the poles, you know, like the, the electric poles and shit. Okay. But then they, at, some, at some point they made a law or like a, whatever you call it, like an addendum or whatever they call those things. And they're like, yeah, you can't put them on, you can't put them on the fucking, or the telephone poles, that's what I mean. You can't put them on the telephone poles no more. So now we all got to, fu- you just fucking put them like a yard sign, kind of by the telephone poles. Okay. And uh, the winter, the winter is the best time to do it because they ain't mowing the fucking lawn. So when they mow the fucking lawn, they'll just take them out and just fucking throw them. So, uh, yeah, now's a good time. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I, I see what's up, man. I see what's up. So uh, I guess Megan had seen that and she put two and two together. I was wondering myself. I just thought that you put a sign out in front of your business, but uh, all right. Yeah, we just put them all over, baby. Uh, we not long ago talked a little bit about the fucking lions last week. Now that has been Dude. what a story. What a story. Holy shit. Dave, if you don't think the fucking like, like this is all, it seems so like uh, conveniently, like perfectly written. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't think the Lions are going to go to the Super Bowl now, but I don't know what to tell you, Dave, because the fucking it's getting set up perfectly. I mean, Lions have a good season; everyone loves them, and then they get sued over by the refs and the Cowboys again, dude. Yeah, we're going straight to the Super Bowl, baby. Man. That uh, I now were you actually watching it live when it happened? Oh, 100 percent, Eric. Zane. We were having um, the fucking uh, like the the company I work at the place. Uh, we had uh, our Christmas party, so we went to that fucking place, uh, Spectrum Lanes. But yeah. like now it's like a huge entertainment company. So we yeah. went there. We were like, bowling and stuff, and watching the game on these big ass screens. And yeah, it was. It was chaos, dude. There was like a lot of people around, and there was there was there was an uproar, and there was malarkey, dude. So uproar and malarkey as that played out, I I would have been so goddamn pissed. I was so goddamn pissed off. I I, I t- even now I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, I know, dude. I mean, I, I was walking around. I mean, I was just like, like for at least like a half an hour afterwards. I'm like, nah. I'm like, they're they're gonna have to overturn that. You know, what I, mean? I was just like, like I was just like. Uh, like a homeless guy that had lost his mind and I was just like wandering around to people like muttering stuff. Um, that's what I was doing. Just like muttering about like, now nah, they're going to overturn it. And like, everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? Dude? It was right. just like, I don't know. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm distraught at this moment. Uh, ringing in the new year. Was it a success? Did you stay up late? Did you go to bed early? I'm a go to bed early guy myself. What did you do? No, yeah, we, uh, we brought, uh, JMO, uh, over to, uh, our, some of our friends' house or whatever. We had like, you know, the, like they have kids too. So we had the fucking like that stuff that's grape juice, but it's our sparkling grape juice. So like the kids are like, oh, they're all fired up. And to be honest with you, I drank a bunch of it too because I love that fucking shit. <laughs> so you know, we we chilled out and um, Jamo, like to be honest with you, this kid stayed up till like. I don't even know. I think he stayed up till like eleven thirty or something like that. Okay, not bad, not bad. So all is well. Did you do you have a New Year's resolution that you're uh, that you're hoping to? Do? I mean, they, you should have already started. Anything going on that we need to know about? Hey, Zane, I'm not. I'm not like. A, I'm not one of those guys, you know, or one of those people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have like. I don't even know like what the word resolution. You know what I mean? Like resolution, like resolving, like resolving what? You know what I mean? Like for me. I'm just like, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to live my life, you know, I'm going to tell my jokes, 
and I'm just going to keep it going the same in 2024. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I that That's interesting. You said uh, resolution, and you were like, I don't even know what that means. And then you insist, you mentioned that the root word, word of resolution is resolve. And I don't know if that's true. Is that true? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> you, you literally, you literally just heard me like trying to like parse it out in my head. I'm like, all right, resolution. I'm like, what could that be? Like resolve, you know? Cause yeah, I mean like, doesn't that seem like, like it does. when you're trying to like, doesn't, doesn't the government do that? Don't they do like resolution? Yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. I don't fucking know. I, we need to Google this eventually. We'll, we'll figure out. I don't even know, but in my mind, it's for resolving stuff. And I'm, I'm chill. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Okay. Anything else? Anything going on that uh, that you've witnessed in the last uh, last several days that you want to uh, air out on this show? Maybe a grievance, something you saw, something you heard. And then I will tell you this: um, one thing I know for certain is this Sunday, um, me and my dad and my father-in-law, and my brother-in-law, we're going to the fucking Lions game, dude. And we're we're just going to be pounding pussy, dude. <laughs> okay, now that, let me. <laughs> Let me actually flip that. I should not use that phrase because if anybody hears this, I'm going to be in trouble. We're going to be fucking pounding Viking asshole. That's what we're going to be doing, dude. I was going to (laughs) say, pounding pussy? What the fuck? Yeah. That was bad. Yeah, don't uh, don't hear this episode. Just fucking delete it right from the record. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah, we're going to be fucking beating some ass, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Well, after that, after what happened in the latest game, I, I can only imagine that the Lions are going to just kick the shit out of the Vikings. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll oh, see dude. what happens. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. I don't know, man. I, it's, it's been a, it's been a remarkable uh, team to root for this year, but it's it's driven me crazy a little bit and i you know i'm a little bit worried about the playoffs can they get at least just one victory that's all we're hoping for right it's just one fucking victory in the playoffs yeah dude, i know dude i don't know i feel like we're gonna go wild dude i feel like we're gonna be fucking we're gonna see i mean dan campbell like you know like uh when you when you're like a kid and like you really do something wrong and like your dad's like that extra level of piss yeah, like that was that's like that was like Dan Campbell pissed like uh, after when he was like doing interviews this week and right, stuff. Right, right, right. So you know, like that that dad that that dad pissed energy, like it has power. So yeah, I feel like we're gonna fucking we're gonna start just we're gonna be gaping some assholes in the playoffs, dude. Uh, Rob says the Lions are the division winners; they should rest their starters. But that's not what they have a chance still at the second seed. A couple things need to happen, but they still have a chance at being number two in the conference. So. I heard that from Dan Campbell himself, and he said that he, you know, they're going to play it through and try to uh, win that fucking football game with all of their best players. So we'll see. Yeah, hell yeah. And they should, you know what I mean? Uh, like, this ain't the fucking NBA where you just, like, rest everybody all the time. Like, no, dude, yeah, we, let's go hard in the paint. Let's, let's Jared Goff throw, like, probably eight or nine touchdowns. Let's just fucking kill him, dude. How pissed off were you were with two minutes ago when he went full retard? And through that interception. Dude, dude, dude. There's been so many moments post uh, when I brought back up the Jared Goff retard comment that I I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I I jinxed him from the, I mean, like, just bad shit. But I mean, like, yeah, like that second interception he threw, I was like, dude, like, what are you doing, dude? You know, like, yeah, he went full retard and it's my fault. And I'm sorry to, you know, the world out there. Yep, yep. Yep. 
dude uh as always i appreciate you is there anything else you need to touch on before i send you off into the wild um i don't think so really actually i should say that the past two nights uh, uh jmo's grandma took him uh and some of his cousins and shit to like a hotel so they could like swim and you know do all that crazy shit so i've been kidless for two nights dude and last night blue was just sitting there we got to work and she goes you know like She's like, life's so peaceful when Jane was not around. I'm like, oh, I fucking yeah. know, dude. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, were, we were just like sitting around just basking. It was nice, dude. I know it. I know it. I experienced that to some degree for about one day when Madison went to college. And then all of a sudden, my brother-in-law moved in with us. So, you know, <laughs> uh, there, there, there is no empty nest uh, in the Eric Zancho podcast household. But wishful thinking. Yeah, dude. It, yeah, it's just it's just it's just interesting to just like look around and not have to answer any questions, you know. All right, you be good. I'll talk to you. All right, love you guys. Juicy. There you go. That's uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers, or a company that used to advertise on this show. I'm still waiting on that. I'm still waiting on that. By the way. Um. All right. I love that he calls this kid J-Mo. Rob wants Ashley to send a picture of Joe Gaslight's penis to me so that I can share it on the Patreon. Well, I'm not going to share a penis pic on Patreon. I mean, I would get, there's a pretty good chance that Patreon would find out about that and I'd be in trouble. And and I really don't want to see uh, Joe's penis or anybody else's penis. At least not that, at least not now. The only penis I'd be interested in seeing would be like a manufactured penis from a doctor. Like I talked about in that dream I had. Uh, Megan says there is no chance you haven't already seen Joe's wiener. Wait, I can't piece that together in my head. Are you saying that I have seen his ding-dong? Me? Weird. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have. Megan says, I feel like you've had to have seen his wiener before. Nope, nope, that's weird. I don't know why you'd say that, but uh, all right, thanks. Um, anyway, where were we? We were talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers on uh, Pat McAfee. And this is the, the comment that he made that uh, all the shit started to roll downhill. This has something to do with the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. If that list comes out, I definitely will be popping Aaron Rodgers is starting. What a bunch of meatheads! Fucking a. Um, so that happened. The now I don't. The implication that uh, Jimmy Kimmel is on some kind of pedophile list for Je on the on the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. Jimmy responded with, dear asshole, for the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had anyone contact, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name, 
on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft brain wackos like yourself, which I love, can't seem to distinguish from reality your reckless words. Put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Now, they both play for the same team, McAfee, and um, and he was addressing that to um, uh, uh, Rogers. Uh, McAfee works for ESPN, the podcast. I don't even, I think he is separate from the podcast. I think his podcast is separate from ESPN. I have no fucking idea, but, um, and Kimmel worked for ABC. Uh, McAfee yesterday went on an apology tour. Again, shit rolls downhill fast. Uh, The bummer about this is that it's two minutes and 45 seconds long, which means we have to endure this fucking hyper Pat McAfee and, uh, and and watch him talk, which I, 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 I cannot stand this guy. Whenever you're free wheeling and dealing in here, mm-hmm. you know, and you're sure. having conversations. Okay, if you if you start look at look at him, it, 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 I I can't handle all the fucking herky jerky shit and the weirdo stuff that he does. God damn! Whenever you're free wheeling and dealing in here, mm-hmm. you know, and you're sure. having conversations, letting it fly. They can they can certainly lead to some places that cause like international news and things mm-hmm. like that. And whenever there's accusations made about people, that can lead to lawsuits. Now, listen, have been in one before. Yes, with uh, Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Now, how'd that case end? Well, it ended with me having to read a letter. It, it, it's him, and then the the conversation, the 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 chirping in by all of his little peanut gallery there that all of that just drives me fucking nuts gives me so many douche chills better uh basically stating that i know nothing uh that anybody else doesn't know publicly already Mm -hmm. that i'm not in the know for that whole thing and then that was kind of disappeared but that was a big thing for a long time how did that come well we just started making jokes about stuff we started talking shit about stuff and then our show i think that is a good part of what we do is we're able to kind of just roll with Mm -hmm. the punches we're able to have a good time we're all rather invested and studied in what's happening around the sports world at all times caitlin clark last night oh hell yeah unreal he's he's like working in all this pop culture shit that's happening in the, in the world in this long-winded apology when all he really needs to say is hey yesterday uh th- that was unfortunate and uh we do not endorse what aaron Rodgers said instead he's talking about the previous lawsuit talking about hey uh, we like to shuck and jive and we like to crack jokes and crack wise and sometimes you know it gets out of hand but uh, hey, it's all good because we're just busting balls because we're guys. Wait till you hear about Luke Littler today. Oh, dog. So we are very much in that world. So everybody that comes on the stage has to be able to like basically keep up with where we're headed. There's no form. There, there's no formal outline of what we're going to talk about, how we're going to talk about it. There's no A block, B block, C block. There's no scheduled conversations. There's no scheduled debates. It sounds like a lot of excuse making here at this point. There's no topics for you to think about before you get in there. There is just an opportunity to talk about damn near everything for three and a half hours. And in doing so, the upside of that is some magic can come that you never knew was going to come. Absolutely. 
good times can be had. Laughs sure. can be had, especially when you're rolling on like two hours of sleep like we were yesterday yeah. after the Rose Bowl. You can have a blast. And on the flip side, there could be some things that were certainly probably, I mean, uh, we're going to have to hear from Aaron on that, meant to be shit talk joke that can then become something that is obviously a very serious allegation mm -hmm. that then leads to a massive overnight story, uh, one in which, well, put baby down, sleep, haven't seen her in a while, and then yeah. I pick up my phone. Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Who likes this? What asshole exists in the world that goes, this is fantastic? Why do you people like this shitbox show? What the fuck is wrong with you? But I can see exactly why Jimmy Kimmel felt the way he felt, especially with his position. But I think Aaron was just trying to talk shit. Now, did it go too far? Uh, and a lot of people... Uh, Jimmy Kimmel certainly said that was the yeah. case. We, you don't think so. He and I immediately upon it happening, trying to be like, ooh, you know. But that is Aaron and Jimmy. They've been... Uh, Jousting a bit. I don't know, you know? So, like, we obviously don't like the fact that we're associated with anything negative ever. We like our show to be an uplifting one, a happy one, a fun Oh, bullshit. On one, but it's because we talk shit and try to make light of everything. Mm -hmm. Some things, obviously, people get very pissed off about, especially when they're that serious allegations. So we apologize for being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. Hopefully those two will just be able to settle this, you know? Yeah. Not mm -hmm. court-wise. This guy's got to be on cocaine but be able to chit-chat, move along. Because remember, you're allowed to disagree with people's opinions. You're allowed to say, like, I don't... You sound dumb. And the more and more you talk, you sound dumber and dumber. And then you're allowed to just move on. Um, no point in that did he apologize. But uh, the what I did hear later on, I, I guess it's not in there, was an actual apology. But that clip didn't have it. But the one I saw on TV, they showed it on the on the uh, Today Show, actually did have an apology. He does actually say, I'm sorry. I apologize uh, to Aaron Rodgers. Which is, you know, he's trying to get ahead of a fucking lawsuit. Kuypers says, quit. Hey, uh, quit fucking hitting, hating on Pat. Dude, he sucks. Are you kidding me? Are you insane? How do you find that interesting? Rebecca says Trumpers like his show. And that makes sense. I actually was trying to, in my brain, uh, come up with the um, uh, possibility of that happening. It just seems like the type of show that a person who likes Trump would like that piece of shit show. All that fucking guy talk and, and, and tough guy shit. Uh, Rick from TC says, I love Pat McAfee. Oh, God. See, whenever you guys say this shit, it's just, it's just, you're at a certain level and then you just angle down and then I'm just I'm just watching you, you just go lower and lower his show is garbage the fact that you like that is an absolute disgrace oh outside outside of the Eric Zane show podcast which is uh fucking brilliant Rick has the worst taste on the planet he listens to GRD, 
He listens to uh, fucking hardcore trivia or whatever the fuck it is or hardcore history. That's some stupid show. And he loves uh, this asshole, Pat McAfee, who's an absolute pile of shit. Okay, he's the worst. My God. People who like Trump like Michigan and like Pat McAfee. 90, there's like 99% crossbreeding. The outlier is Joe Martinez, who he does not like Trump. Rick says, oh man, the new hardcore history on Christianity and Vikings is awesome. Oh. So some dude, I forget his name, Dan something. Uh, he opens up Wikipedia. And he reads it in like tough talk style. And um, it sucks. And Rick thinks it's the greatest fucking thing in the world. It's horrible. So that's where we are right now. Aaron Rodgers hasn't said shit. And no, and and neither has Ethan Hawke or AJ Hawke because he doesn't talk. Guy's terrible. All right. Uh, Joe Martinez uh, was, I saw him actively in the chat today. He was, um, all you have to do is say his name and then you're going to go get to uh, all sorts of comments about Michigan and shit like that. Uh, yesterday I featured that video. It's on Facebook of um, Harbaugh's mom and dad. It all makes sense now about um, why he is the way he is. I mean, the uh, the whole family is just so, uh, there's just so much tism with the family. Um, this clip right here. This moment coming for this program for a long, long time. How do you put into words your hmm? emotions right now? Okay. That's Jim Harbaugh's mother. I figured out a family they will use for a long time. Look at his dad. It's just an old, more retarded version of Jim Harbaugh. And it goes like this. Who's better, better than us? Nobody. I know you get tense during these games. Were you on the edge of your seat throughout this one? Well, of course. We were yelling and screaming. That's what the biggest play in the game was right before the long drive. Let me tell you a story about the drive. It started with first down, and then they hiked the ball, and then we got it, and we ran, and husker do skidoo, we got six yards. Then it was second down, and we hiked the ball. Jack, did I tell you that you look like a kid that I went to high school with? Is your name Ron? He decided that we should switch seats. Oh, my goodness. And I moved to her seat. She moved to mine. And this is the result that we We got a touchdown because we switched seats. All right, so 
you'll have to do that in the national championship yeah. at a certain time, maybe a little earlier in that game. Yeah. Can you imagine having sex with her and the noises she'd make? Oh, everybody's happy to oh, Thank you so much. Congratulations. Don't congratulate the reporter. He had nothing to do with it. God damn. Rocky Johnson, who just started following on Twitch the other day, says, hey, Eric, happy fireversary to you. Thank you. Cole writes, who's better than us? Nobody. Took him six months to come up with that. My God. Combine their audio with Tetris Kid and you have a whole new story, says Joe Stinkpot. Thank you. That is true. Well, anyway, how did I get to this? Uh, thank you to Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, look for the smashed up van, 616-516-8579. When it comes to furnace installation, do not go to Turbo HVAC. Call on the experts at A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. You can also get a uh, furnace tune-up for free all the way to the end of February when you reach out to Joe. And that is 100% free, uh, no strings attached. Thank you, A&E Heating and Cooling. Focus, Megan. We're doing the Eric Zane Show podcast. Did you guys see Cat Williams' interview? It was pretty good. Zip. Zip it. Shh. Come on now. Uh, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600 for Irvine's. ERVines.com. Thank you so much. Uh, call upon them for anything for to keep your vehicle on the road and running well. Uh, with regular combustion motors, um, EVs, and hybrids, they do it all at Irvine. 616-532-6600. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup, and uh, you can take care of everything over the phone if you want. 616-532-6600 if it's as simple as an oil change or worse. They can uh, they can help you out every step of the way at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And then finally, Andy and Colleen over at King's Room Barbershop. Uh, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and of course, the newest location, 821 36th Street in Wyoming, Michigan. Guys get their hair cut at King's Room Barbershop. And even girls who like short hair. Get your hair cut like a king at King's Room Barbershop. Haircuts are 19 bucks. If you go to Sport Clips or Jude's or uh, Lady Jane's, places like that, you will love King's Room Barbershop. Uh, you do not have to call and make an appointment. In fact, no appointments necessary. All walk-ups. Uh, head on into any of the three King's Room Barbershop locations and get your hair cut. Please mention that you heard it from your old pal, EZ. 
Rocky asks, it's been four years now since you lost your job at WBBL. Uh, five. Today is year five. So thank you so much for being here and being part of the festivities. I appreciate that. And uh, never look back. Never look back. It was fired on Friday the 4th, 2019. And Saturday, nothing happened. And then Sunday was the first day I did this podcast. January 6th, one year prior to the world's biggest asshole convention at the Capitol. That's right, January 6th. The date the Eric Zane Show podcast started and the date of the insurrection. When assholes try to overthrow the government. All right. That's all I got for you today. It's been a contentious bit of podcasting. I think I've done a wonderful job of staying above it. Well, all of you uh, incorrigible pricks scream and yell at each other. Yesterday, the asshole of the day was uh, asshole Aaron Rodgers. By the way, um, I'm going to talk more about the Epstein list that, boy, everybody made a big deal about that. And um, what happened wasn't really what anybody anticipated. I'll get to that uh, coming up on uh, on the Patreon. But if you have a suggestion for asshole of the day, I would love to hear that. Who do you think should earn the moniker asshole of the day uh, brought to you by TC Paintball? We heard from Dan Campbell and Jim Costa. We download. Uh, we saw he had the 13-year-old winning the Tetris thing and losing his mind. I don't think the kid can be asshole of the day. Uh, Pat McAfee. He's a fucking idiot, and his show sucks, but I, I, I don't think he can be asshole of the day. Jimmy Kimmel? No, he's not asshole of the day. You kidding me? Aaron Rodgers? No, nah, he was asshole of the day yesterday. It's got to be the guy who attacked the judge. You didn't tell me you were getting McDonald's? For a limited time, the buy one, get one for a dollar deal features favorites like the sausage McMuffin with egg and egg McMuffin. Diobra Redden. The dude who attacked the judge is your asshole of the day. I guess if you know you're going to be sentenced to prison and you want to increase your cred, uh, that's not bad. Deobra Redden is your asshole of the day. Congratulations. All right. Uh, Rocky says Donald Trump should be asshole of the day. Well, I, it's all based on current events, and there's there's nothing uh, there's there's nothing really uh, current with him. I guess I in a McDonald's ad appeared late in the show. I apologize for that. Um, all right, it happens, folks. As always, I thank you for joining me here on the Eric Zane Show podcast. That concludes today's free broadcast day. It continues on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Till then, have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.